Hey bro, cheers for coming on. Welcome. How you been? Welcome to my world. I've been very well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what people think of you know what I'm doing or where I live or what what my life's about. But I'm doing well. Thank you. It's good. Uh, it's a shame we couldn't get any video up, but audio is just good, uh, just as good. Um, so do you know video is sometimes worse? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless you're a supermodel, fuck the nah. video. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I would say I'm a bit of a supermodel, so we're all right. <laughs> uh, um, hey, so, you need yeah. to get your show up on DTube. You're going to get paid for this. <coughs> I could get paid for this. On what's what's DTube? DTube. It's a blockchain version of YouTube. Okay. You uh, simply upload the videos, and and the revenue that each person is earning on the Steam blockchain mm. is there for everyone to see. There's no adverts. You can say there's no censorship. Say what you like. Um, it's a, it's an incredible. This is the thing about blockchains. People do not understand what it's all about. They're, they're absolutely ignorant because they're not being educated, and that's one of the you know the most critical things right now is to educate people about what is happening behind the scenes, because they haven't got a clue. The majority of people have no clue. Yeah. Well, what what is um, blockchain? Well, this is one of the challenges of, of explaining something technical simply is that it's not easy. <laughs> but here's a simplified version, right? The old world is a centralized system. Everything's central banks. Everything's con really tightly controlled, and it takes a huge amount of energy to control what people do. Um, so control systems eventually implode because they, they, they can't sustain the amount of control. And at this time, we've had an explosion of um, information technology, and new emerging technologies are allowing us to completely remove the centralized system or exchange the, the centralized system for a decentralized system. Which means that in, instead of having a central bank, we each have our own digital bank. So every person that's walking around is a bank. That's the idea. So in the old world where we exchange our time for our salaries and we get tax paid you know, on all those horrible deductions that no one likes and have proved to be very detrimental to us. Mm. Well, we don't need to suffer through that anymore, right? We, we can pay each other directly. And this is a huge shift um, in not only thinking, but in the applications as well. It's opening up, it's literally creating a revolution in the world that, that it is unrivaled. And I, it, I don't think anything will match it for a long, long time. Um, it's like being around at the beginning when AT&T was starting. That's what, it's, that's what it's like. Wow. You know? So we've got. Go on, sorry, carry on. We've got a situation where the, the old establishment, which is really strong and, you know, secure, is having to meet head on with this volatile, independent, uh, decentralized world. This just literally, we're, we're like millions of little tiny ants just eating up the machine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how, it's, mm. that's how it's empowering us. And that's one of the great things about blockchain is it empowers the individual. It, it, it doesn't support a centralized system. And it was developed specifically to remedy the centralized system. So it does exactly what it says on the sin. <laughs> so um, is that like, so that's linked into um, Bitcoin? Yeah, see, this is again where education is important because most people have, have maybe heard of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, but they don't really have an, a very clear idea of exactly what that is or exactly how it works. 
And without that knowledge, they're not going to get in, involved. And with a decentralized system, we, we're relying on people getting involved. Do you know what I'm saying? The more people that say, wow, what a fantastic idea. Look, I can upload my video on DTube and get paid for it. Every single view is paid. Every single comment is paid. Every single like is paid. Wow. Right? This is, a, this is an incredible, incredible time. So what, if you've got content, now is the time to be on blockchain because the traffic is where you make your money. Mm. We don't, it's a completely different way of thinking. You know, the traffic that's going through the system to and from is where we're making our money. We're not relying on outside interests, you know? Yeah, so how did um, sort of Bitcoin get started? Like, where where was the beginning of it and how long has it been around? Because I, I literally know nothing. Well, if you think about it, it's, all, all currency is just numbers. So, I mean, it's already digital. It was digital when the first idea of money came into somebody's head, right? It's just numbers. So as long as you think of it in those terms, just numbers, it's been around forever, right? Mm. The new involvement of um, exchanging numbers is what has changed. And um, this allows us to literally take control of our, our mobile devices and use them as that central bank, as that central point of exchange. So if you want to buy something, you don't need to go to your bank account. You can go straight to your digital wallet, press send, um, the recipient gets the money and he sends the goods. It's, you know, it's so simple. Um, but there's a learning curve to go through to understand the simplicity, if that makes sense. Mm. But anyway, it started, it started really in a, in a common, in a modern form, in, you know, when the internet took off. And um, the peer-to-peer -peer network is really what is the backbone of this, of the, the, that's really supporting blockchain. Um, so blockchain is really allowing the peer-to-peer -peer network to work as it should, as it was kind of designed to work. Um, so when programs, applications, or games came out like Second Life, um, they started using a digital currency to trade among, you know, the, the, the players in Second Life. Mm. Um, and this gave rise to, the, I guess, the world's first digital currency, right? Uh, the Linden dollar. But then... Smart people kind of figured out, well, whoa, whoa, this is this is actually worth something. The more people use it, the more value it has, right? Yeah. So the, the the people that came up with Bitcoin really absolutely nailed it in terms of their strategy, um, and then the, the the market cap, the capital shares is staggering in such a short time, nine years. So I'd say it started when the World Wide Web started because that's that allowed us to connect with each other directly or as, as, as close to directly as you can get. Um, the blockchain is just taking it up to a whole another level. It's like the internet starting all over again and, and new opportunities are going to be found all over again. You know, all of a sudden, Facebook looks completely stupid because sitting right next to it is a blockchain version where everyone's getting paid for the time they spend on it. Right? Yeah. Now, who's not who's not going to switch? How does that work, though? Like, obviously, well, I know you can't break it down into into coding, but like, for for example, say I switched over. Okay. How, how would I be making sort of some form of? It, it's kind of the, the, this is a very simplified uh, explanation. Okay, you've got the network of computers all exchanging data all the time, and if we're on the Bitcoin network. Uh, that traffic is is basically value. It's information, and that's value. So we are 
exchanging value all the time, and that's been given a monetary value, right? Mm -hmm. So that monetary value is, is built into the system. So the more people use it, the bigger it grows, the more it's worth. Um, and that's essentially how it is. You know, the technical aspects are a lot more complicated, but essentially that is it, in a nutshell. Um, with the, the traffic, well, as soon as you join the network, you're starting to shift traffic and information, and that's where you're earning your, your uh, you know, your, your cents and dollars. It's, it's, it's a strange, like, um, concept to try and grasp, in a sense. It is. It is a little bit. Because <laughs> the Go way on. it kind of comes across is, like, you're basically getting money for free. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like obviously for your well, time, for it, being on the site, for people. It's a it's a stuff. redistribution of wealth, and this is the most important one of the most important things to understand: the redistribution of wealth. Right? In this centralized system, the wealth was distributed to the one percent. The ninety nine percent did without. So there's a huge amount of wealth in the world. It's just in a very 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 small pocket. As soon as you get rid of that pocket. The enormous wealth that's in the world can just get redistributed, and this is what is happening. So, commerce is really just shifting. Whether it's shifting goods or shifting information, it's just shifting stuff from one to another, and there's an exchange. That's all it is, right? So, it, it, it isn't really complicated. You're just using different mediums and different forms of exchange that you're not familiar with. Do you know what I'm saying? But the, 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 there's, there's nothing that different about what's going on in the economy. Um, the major improvements to efficiency are going to, uh, you know, are going to flood the world because you know the the advantages of blockchain technology is just staggering. So, is it kind of helping like smaller countries as well in the sense of being able to, you know, they they might not have um, like a, the the control or say on the banking on the banking system or, you know, there's like poverty-stricken countries that maybe don't have enough cash there. Does this kind of help them in any type of way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a direct way of people getting money, getting funds. So, you know, we can do without all the charities. They've proved to be, uh, they've proved to be scams, a lot of them. You know, people getting paid extortion amounts of money to manage a charity that does very little good work. Well, if, if that money was going directly to the people and we were sending it directly to the people, um, it's a different story. They're getting it directly without all the middlemen. Right, the efficiency and the profitability of everything goes straight up through the roof, because the the one percent is literally it's like a black hole. They're literally sucking the wealth of the world into a black hole. You never see it. Nobody sees it, and that's what's being liberated. You know, all that wealth is just being redistributed in you know in a very in a radically different way. I mean, I've seen this as well with um, like crowdfunding. Yeah. So uh, it may be crowdfunding, maybe just giving. It's one of the two. But either way, they you have like a certain amount of do uh, do donations made, um, and they take five percent or two point five percent of how much money you make in general, and that's how they get their slice of the pie. So, say I organised a, a charity donation for you, they get two point five percent, which effectively means that you get less. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'm assuming kind of with this like blockchain and Bitcoin, instead of you getting less, you would get the full amount, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's um, the efficiency, the save, the, the, the cost savings are just phenomenal. It's strange. I mean, we're, we're, we are literally this economy, this, this, this system is like a bucket full of holes.
you know, your money just gets wasted in so many ways. Uh, and that's why most people are living in, in poverty, you know, because of this inefficiency. It's the, that's really what is changing. You know, it's a fundamentally different system um, where each person is, is taking responsibility for their, you know, not only their banking, but uh, what they're doing and how they're spending the money and, that, and, and which ways they're spending money. So in the future, it'll open up the world for entrepreneurs because you don't, you don't need to go through banking systems anymore. Yeah. And the banks are, are known for holding up business. They're known for disrupting businesses because it's all a scam. The entire system's a scam, and that's what's being destroyed, you know, slowly but surely. Mm. Um, it's, it's still so strange to get my head, like, get your head round because it's so like it's it's new. Do you know what I mean? Like it's coming to light now, and it's for me, yeah. um, it's not daunting exciting for myself because I think of I see things as like an opportunity absolutely it's a great opportunity since yeah go on no I mean like obviously there must be kind of like a dark is there like a dark side to it or a downfall to it or a risk to, to doing this at all oh there's tremendous risk in doing anything brave and this is a very brave move I mean the person oh. that released it um, took an incredible risk and you know and he did it anonymously or under a pseudonym because of that, you know, he was aware of what he was doing, the risks involved. Um, the dark side is really the how the how the existing system decides to handle blockchain. If they allow a peaceful transition, then everything's cool. But if they treat it as a real threat and you know and try and nail down the, the, the lid on the coffin, um, there's going to be problems. Um, so there's a kind of tremendous volatility at the moment. You've got the old, the old world is grinding to a halt, you know, the, under this tremendous burden of debt. And suddenly on the horizon is this solution that's promising to just liberate the world and, and create a, a revolution, a renaissance in everything, in all industries, right across the board, all over the world. Um, so how do we, how do those two meet? You know, they're not going to meet, they're not comfortable bed partners, really. Um, so it very much depends on how they how they handle this. You know how the elites handle this. It wasn't um, like Bitcoin the currency for like the dark web where people were buying I don't know drugs or whatever they were using bitcoins for that, or is that sort of like just a not like a one-off case, but obviously that comes hand in hand with. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is one of the common things that people bring up when you're talking about Bitcoin, you know, what, what about the dark web, what is all that about? And, you know, in this world, if you're doing something dangerous, you don't do it in the open, you know, you don't advertise what you're doing. And if you want to change the financial system, you don't get on a soapbox and tell the world about, you know, what you're doing. Mm. So the originators of blockchain are very, very, very smart people. They're not involved in criminal activity. They're not drug addicts. They're not, you know, they're incredibly smart people, um, benevolent as well. So their original intention was not wrong, but with any new idea or any new currency, you're going to have people, you know, it's their choice how they choose to spend it. So if they want to spend it on something silly, they've got that free will choice. Yeah. Um, it's part of a free society, isn't it? You've got to allow people to do what they want. Um, but the dark web served a purpose and allowed the development of tools and applications that would not have made it um, out in the light of day. You know what I mean? This is such a revolutionary idea 
blockchain that um, it required you know secrecy and it required um, that kind of you know approach but it shouldn't detract from it I mean if you investigate the entire foundation of this it's a very very sound uh, it's a brilliant idea I mean it's genius simply genius I mean um, on the other side of that obviously is with just the normal banking system that we've got now people can still buy fucking all that shit anyway so yeah exactly you know I, mean? I mean we, we blockchain is not going to change how people <laughs> behave well that's not really true it'll give people an opportunity to change how they behave mm. i.e. if they want to take responsibility for their money they've got a, a route to literally transform their life transform their life this is like being around at the beginning when att was starting and buying shares a thousand shares for a hundred dollars you know what i'm saying yeah that's what it's like across the board. Uh, so the shares going up three thousand percent, thirty thousand percent. It's incredible. It's ridiculous. Um, but when there's that much potential for change, um, it comes with the territory. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, there's great opportunity. There's great risk, but there's great, great reward too. So the smart people know where the where the best place is to put their money, and it's not in the world. <laughs> it's in cryptocurrencies. It's strange because, like, you. We're not really hearing much about, you know, the cryptocurrency movement unless you deliberately go out of your way to look for it. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I've seen like Richard Branson and stuff talking about it and saying like, you know, this it could be the next. You know, even Bill Gates, you know, saying like this this could be a big thing. Like it's happening, but it doesn't seem to be being pushed through this like media narrative at all. Like, I wouldn't have known much about it unless, of course, I hadn't have seen, you know, you your newsfeed popping up with things and it gave me an interest and here we are talking, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how it works. I mean, the we're suffering as a result of this bottleneck, the bottleneck in the financial industry or financial system and bottleneck in the media industry. You know, we're not getting, we're not getting useful information. We're getting bullshit all the time and it's tedious. It's, you know, I don't even get, I don't even watch the TV. I don't have a TV. I don't read the newspapers. You know, I get my information in other ways. And again, this is one of the the biggest challenges we have is to raise awareness of what's happening. So, you know, the reason I did this book was to encourage people, give people incentive to, to educate themselves. Not only because it's a great opportunity, but it really does represent uh, an opportunity to gain freedom from the system. And I think that's what a lot of us have been campaigning and fighting for for a long time. Um, so yeah, it's it is a barrier. The media are a barrier and obstacle to truth and, and realization. Um, but you know we've got tools, new tools, DTube, uncensored, Steemit, uncensored. So blockchain gives us a solution to bypass the restricted media, and you know talk to one another about what's happening. And I think initially, I think people were a bit, you know, they actually preferred the mainstream news channels in terms of you know they trusted them more. But now. The shift has gone to where people are more trusting of a YouTube video or, you know, somebody who's on, you know, like a podcast or something. They're, they're prepared to listen because they've been showing enough evidence that the, the system is a complete bullshit, you know. Fake news. <laughs> it's, to play, yeah, it's completely the entire fabric of this society is completely fake and everything supports that fake uh, facade. And when you peer behind it, it's, it's, the world is completely different. It's strange. Um, it's actually... Go on, no, carry on. Sorry. No, 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 no. You, no go I, on. I was just saying it was strange because you kind of are seeing like 
these corporations and like the media and that scrambling at the moment to try and deter people from believing what they're seeing in these YouTube videos or on Facebook now when it's being shared by someone uh, it's strange and that's why I think this like fake news narrative sort of come out and they're kind of like trying to say don't believe what you're reading all the time you know make sure you're listening to the BBC if that makes sense yeah exactly well I mean that works for the majority of people sadly mm. um, but you know there's the awakening has, has kind of shaken enough people um, worldwide to you know, build momentum for this blockchain movement. And it really has come such a long way in such a short time. Um, there's no country that's not been touched by it. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, I'm very confident for the future. But um, it's unpredictable. <laughs> but then, you know, great opportunities come when things are unpredictable. So don't be afraid of that. Yeah. You know, embrace it. So what was the uh, book that you was talking about just a minute ago? Just... Well, it kind of started as a, I mean, I published a book uh, two years ago called Butterfly Wings, just a collection of poems. And um, they kind of, the, the ideas coalesced, um, fermented for a little while and came back with this idea of encouraging people to educate themselves about blockchain. So I used the poems, some of the poems, as a foundation for a puzzle um, based around Bitcoin. Uh, you have to kind of find 12 keywords and unlock the safe kind of thing. Um, so that's the kind of incentive and on their journey they'll educate themselves at the same time so it's a cost-effective way of educating people um, for the prize 50 currently it values about fifty six thousand dollars but for that money I could not have marketed and, and reached a, that big an audience you know what I'm saying but if with the right idea you know if it goes um, viral it can reach hundreds of thousands of people so it, you know, it's it's very early days. It's only just first of September, so it's just over a week. No, it's a week today. Hmm. Um, so we'll see. It's got it's got potential. The idea's got potential. It's going to be a little bit like a, a blockchain bookstore, where you can read all the books free, um, and they pay you. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but that's the way it works. Yeah, it's mad. Um, so it is do, mad. Do these? Because uh, obviously, it's like a cryptocurrency. Do they have? exchange rates themselves so like from US dollars to Bitcoin etc yes um, you everything's really priced around Bitcoin because it's so successful so everything's you, you get comparative prices against Bitcoin um, but there are some great buys if you're into buying altcoins there are some incredible coins just waiting there um, that come you know next year the year after will show explosive growth um, so yeah, it's a buyer's market. Hmm. But also, you know, what happens when you know when the the financial market goes tits up? You know, people have to put that money somewhere. And then there's few options, right? The, the economy starts tanking. The shares shares are going to start tanking. The only real signs of buoyancy is cryptocurrencies. So you know, when that money does shift, it's going to shift in a very quickly in a very big way. So you want to really be primed up for that. Yeah. Because that's how you're going to make some form of profit or some... Oh, not just some profit. form of profit. I mean, you're talking 4,000 times. Wow. Literally, it's, 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 it's been... It's, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> a crazy roller coaster. So how would, like, say, someone completely new 
to this whole um, whole cryptocurrency? How would they go about, say, starting and then investing and purchasing things? Like, how would that work? What's the sort of procedure in place for that? Well, if you if you if you understand that the everything is shifting towards a decentralized economy, then if you take you know take personal responsibility now, you're going to be ahead of the game. So. You're going to get first pick at all the great, you know, all the great altcoins. You're going to get them at, you know, cheapest chips. Um, so now is the time to take responsibility, take control of this, and set up your own personal wallet. It doesn't have to be complicated, even just a basic Bitcoin wallet. And you can purchase Bitcoins in various ways, credit cards or via bank transfer or whatever. But once you've got those Bitcoins, you can then go on an exchange and just trade them. You know, trade your Bitcoins for an altcoin like uh, Omisigo or, you know, one of the other real great gross ones is Veritasium. Um, um, you know, they've just literally finished the ICO, so the tokens are available, literally dirt cheap, and now's the time to buy it. So, you know, you've really got to get, you've got to first of all buy a Bitcoin, you've got to get invested in a Bitcoin before you can really do anything. So I'd say that's a good place to start for most people. I'm not a big fan of Bitcoin. I think it's, I know it's got a lot of growth potential, yeah. but there's greater, greater opportunities in some of the smaller coins that have just been launched because they've not gone through that rapid growth cycle. So I'm saying that you're buying them literally before they've taken off. So now is the time to take responsibility. You'll be well rewarded. Is it kind of like um, <clears throat> its own sort of uh, stock market in a sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know you're trading. I mean? You're you're trading the value of coins against each other. Yeah. Um, so as Ethereum gets more, you know, people behind it, the value of the Ethereum coin goes up. So, and there's you know, the sky is the limit. <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> Literally, Ethereum's like definitely has grown. You know, quite a lot because I know a lot of people are like mining Ethereum using their computers and essentially getting money for just leaving their PC on. Exactly. And then that's exactly what it is. And obviously anyone that's invested in the Ethereum coin or market is then seeing return for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The more people that support this, the better off we all are. That's the whole, that's the great thing about this. That's mad. I, I can't, it's like strange because the more people that get involved, Obviously, like anything, you know, the people that were invested first are there to see the bigger, like you said, the bigger profits, you know, 4,000 times, etc. Yeah. And as more people start getting on, obviously, it will devalue slightly, but people will still be making, you know, hefty amounts from that. So do, does that get paid? Obviously, that would get paid out in, or the profit that you earn would be in Bitcoin or whatever coin it is. Yeah, exactly. Your wallets, if you're trading, your wallets will just uh, increase in whatever coins you've got, and then you can just trade them or, you know, exchange them for dollars or euros or whatever. It's just like a, an account. You're having a trading account, so you deposit, you know, your Bitcoin to start trading. Yeah. And as your trades do well, you take that money out, and then you can trans transfer it into, you know, proper money. It's, there's no real difference. This is one of the things that people have got to become familiar with. It's that everything's just numbers. There's no real difference between Bitcoin and a you know a fifty pound note. Um, I'd put I'd put more value on Bitcoin, knowing knowing what it can do. 
what I'm saying. The £50 note is, is limited. It's got, no, it's got nowhere to go. Bitcoin's going to go through the roof. They're predicting 22,200. Uh, wow. You, price, you know, you, just, in just a couple of years. Are you trading yourself as well? Yeah. Are you on the band, you're on the, not the bandwagon, but you know what I mean? You, you're in there, you're, you're involved. Yeah, abso I, I'm absolutely involved. Yeah, absolutely. Committed. So you're because it's first hand, which is exactly. You know, yeah, I know. The, I know the process is. I know the process is challenging. The learning curve is steep, but the rewards are phenomenal. And I don't say that lightheartedly. I mean, there is some risk there, but the, you know, you're buying in the literally at the time AT and T is taking off, and you're buying the shares at you know pennies. Um, you need the foresight to be able to understand what it's where it's going. Um, to make that investment, but then you know you're minimising the risk because it's, it's not taken off yet. You know what I'm saying so you're not investing that heavily, um, but the potential profit return is staggering. It could be staggering. So I'm going to try and paint an image of what I am seeing this like, and obviously correct me if I go totally wrong. But let's yeah. imagine for a, for a, let's just imagine there's two worlds: one's an alien world and one's our world. We yeah. take our English money to the alien world and they give us their alien dollars or alien currency and then basically we can use that alien currency to invest in whatever on their world and then bring it back to here for do you know what i mean Does yeah that, that kind of makes it that, that kind of <laughs> you could probably just better, uh, make it better than i can but i just mean like we're shifting our currency from this like centralized bank into um, this cryptocurrency, which is just yeah. starting. So, or it's it's slowly gaining and growing and growing and growing. And if you can get in there early enough, then you're gonna see hev heavy rewards. Yeah. That would I would I should have just explained it that way rather than the alien <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you mention the word alien, is people start you know acting funny. So it's best yeah. to try and keep it to the basics and say, look, money is just numbers. This is a better system for transferring numbers, by far. It's like chalk and cheese. So why do you think the mainstream media and people are, aren't shining such a light on? cryptocurrencies at the moment and it's that it's being painted in a in sort of a negative way like oh people were buying stuff off the dark web with bitcoin yeah you know i mean i yeah. don't get why they're doing it's a tremendous thing. threat it's a tremendous threat to their world i mean the, the biggest threat they could they, i don't think they could even could possibly imagine there being a threat to them do you know what i'm saying they were that mm -hmm. self-assured but bitcoin is like eating away at the foundation of their world, and there's nothing they can really do about that. So eventually, the whole thing, the, the entire pyramid will just crumble. Um, so yeah, the media are not going to paint this positively. Also, to keep people away from the investment opportunities. I mean, the rich have always, you know, kept things to themselves and, and cherry picked. So you know, they don't want this kind of information really getting out to the masses because it can transform the, their lives, you know, transform entire worlds or countries. Um, so there is a lot of suppression going on, a lot of misdirection, a lot of manipulation by the media. But, you know, look into it for yourself, understand it for what it is yourself, and you'll see the positive benefits. And if you can't, then don't invest in it. You know, it's common sense. I mean, they're trying maybe to deter people from it because they 
realise the system's fucking falling apart. So they want to get in there first before everyone else sort of hops ship, if that makes, you know, jumps. jumps I, I mean, absolutely. I, I don't think people understand how deeply the system is fucked. <laughs> I mean, the US pension shortfall is like 43 trillion. It's, it's in an inescapable black hole. They know, they've built, they've built this. They know what they've done. They know what they've been doing. Um, and they were, their, their point was to collapse it in order to begin this new world order. But at the same time that they were doing this and planning and plotting and doing this, uh, cryptocurrencies rose. So it's, it's completely negated that. You know, it's, suddenly they've got an opposition now, which they, perhaps they'd never foreseen. And it's a very formidable one. I mean, really, when you look into it. The ship's sinking on their behalf, on their side, basically. It's already sunk. They just don't know how to handle the sinking yeah. process. So it's a controlled demolition of the U.S. economy. It's strange. And that money will flow into cryptocurrencies in, in an unbelievable amount. Can you understand? Mm. There's nowhere for it to go. It has to be parked. It has to exchange, you know what I'm saying? So these guys have basically invented this new, created this new system you know, and they're, they're, it's growing and it's great. And then this, the people from the old system are eventually going to have to invest in this new system. There's no other way around it. No, they literally, they have no choice because decentralization weakens and weakens and weakens until they have no power, right? Um, so they're strongest right now. They're, they're, over time, they will, their, their strength will decrease. Um, so now is the time to act decisively, and they've not. They've, there's a few, few headlines. You know, the one the Chinese government did a headline a couple of days ago, which brought prices down. Bitcoin dropped quite considerably, um, but they always rose straight back up again. You know, it's it's a beast. You can't you, you can't stop it with a headline. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to come out in force and enforce. And as soon as they do that, the game's over. You know, the world's not going to put up with that. So yeah, I think they've been check they've been checkmated, really. Because I saw in your um, timeline, you said about the uh, China doing signing a deal for the dollar or, so, or something. I can't remember it. What was for that? oil and gold? Yeah, gold currency. Well, the petrodollar has been. That's what really allowed America to grow and become the monster it was. Well, it is. Mm. Um, so the the fact that the oil industry grew and you know America grew and became so powerful. Um, the, the dollar grew with it, so they they proved to be very bad um, parents, if you like. Uh, you know, they went around destroying half the world. So that that power has to be taken away from them. They've not used that wisely, um, and blockchain will do that. What's the? Um, uh, I'm just having a look on your timeline now to see what else you've been posting randomly. Um, what's steam steam it about? Well, again, if you understand what blockchain is and the fact that we're getting on networks and we're being paid for transferring information, yeah. right, just data, right, that's, that's how we get paid. So on the Steam network, once you log in, once you register, you are basically getting paid for being present, hmm. right? So you're, whatever you do is being paid and rewarded in the Steam tokens. So writers and contrib contributors, video producers, whatever, can all upload the content on the blockchain and start earning revenue directly without 
you know, without having to go through anyone else. They can literally do this directly from their laptop or their phone, whatever, directly into the blockchain network and start earning money. I mean, how does that open up the world? I mean, a guy in, in Timbuktu can literally pick up his phone, make a video and post it to the Steam and start earning money in Timbuktu, right? That's how incredible this is. There's no barriers. There's no, there's no borders. There's nothing. And what was he I mean, that's incredible. Does he make his, would he make his, like, does he have to make an investment himself or is it just like... No, it's literally... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. You set up a Facebook account with all the, you know, comparable on Steam, mm. and then you start posting your content on there. You know, and every person that likes and comments or whatever gets paid, and your 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 little pot grows, right? And if you go on DTube, you'll see what people are earning. It's all out in the open. There's no nothing's being hidden. This is an open platform that everyone is sharing. You know, the the early developers are very young people. You know, they're not tired old business people they're looking to make a fortune these are young people with a very sincere and genuine motive to try and transform this world and transform the system um, and they're worth supporting I mean check out the videos check out what's happening they talk very passionately about you know the same things we're talking about the, the freedom you know the, the wanting to get out of this kind of um, it's, it's, it's like a it's a box isn't it you feel like trapped in a box mm. you know and it would be nice just to, to open the lid and just let everyone free, you know? It's just like a foot fucking stamping you into the ground constantly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who needs I mean? that? I mean, you know, fuck that shit. We don't need that anymore. Yeah, we've grown out of that. So, you know, what's new? What else have they got? <laughs> Nothing. So I'm assuming with this um, sort of Facebook alternative, um, there isn't any bans or anything like that, you know, because Facebook's fucking banning people left, right and centre for having views that are different to the mainstream narrative. Yeah, again, this is one of the problems we're facing, isn't it? Trying to transform the world when we've got a media that's working for the system. Mm. So, you know, we cannot use the system to fight the system. Um, and blockchain offers alternatives to the system that are non... There's no way you can censor them. Blockchain is an open network. There's no proprietor you can contact and say I complain about this well there's complaining complaint procedures but it's not anywhere near like the old system where you've got entities that are that are representing or data portals like Facebook um, you know they have a tremendous amount of power they have a tremendous amount of reach as well um, and they restricted that reach I've noticed that on my guardian angel page I'm you know the, the audience and the traffic is just it's not even worth being on there anymore yeah. So it's funny, the more they restrict us, the worse it gets for them and the better the opportunities look on the other side, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm, I'm really not bothered what Facebook and YouTube do in terms of censorship because the new platforms are there and they're ready and people can use them. It, it doesn't take much to log in and set up an account. Steamit.com And that's it. The, what, DTube? DTube.com, yeah, bang, do, do it. Get your podcast on there regularly. Earn money. Yeah, no. Um, well, when we finish this, I'm going to speak to you about that anyways. I'm, I'm up for yeah. giving it a fucking... Giving uh, it a so you've got nothing there. to lose. Nobody has anything to lose on this. Trust me. Yeah. Okay, because as soon as you're on the network... Okay, the, okay, the worst case scenario is that the, the governments implement martial law worldwide, right? And they clamp down and say, no one, no one can use tokens. But the, the chance of that happening is just very, 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 very small. 
So, you know, the, the opportunity is there. Everyone needs to jump on it and give it a go. Could you... Um, there's no way to stop the internet either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there is much... They're as much tied into the internet as, as we are. They rely on it as much as we do. So they can't turn it off. They'll cut their own throat. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating time to be alive and aware and awake, really. It's incredible. There's a, there's a renaissance happening, and I feel like I'm actually riding this wave of it, and, and, and everyone else is, like, sitting on the shore drinking a, a Pepsi-Cola. Yeah. Um, wondering, well, they're not even wondering what's going on. They can't even see it. You know what I'm saying? Poison water. <laughs> yeah, poison water, Sani. Poison water. I mean, people don't, people don't believe. They don't want to believe what's, what these people are capable. Hello. Oh no, I think we've lost him. Um, bear with me one second. Let's see if we can get him back on. Let's see what's going on here. Way, apparently, um, give me one second. Let's try and sort this out. So, people, it's a, it's a lot to come to terms with. You know the fact. Once you start peeling back the onion and you, you uncover the truth about what's been happening, it's it's very uncomfortable. You know, it's a complete betrayal of trust. And they know that. You know, the, the worst thing for them is that they get discovered, and they have been discovered. Um, there's so many programs out there that are damaging life. Um, you know, when you damage life, you damage the entire earth. It's all one. So all of these programs must stop. Because there's no future in, in damaging life. The, the idea that you can create an artificial life as a replacement to, to, to you know, to a natural human being is just an abomination to me. There's nothing wrong with the natural human being. If it's not, if it's not poison, you know, if it's not poisoned by fluoride, if it's not poisoned by mercury, if it's not poisoned by vaccines, if it's not poisoned in all these other ways, you know, GMO, pesticides, uh, chemicals in the water, it's not, this is a, not a system that's beneficial to life. And that's one of the big things that we're, we're coming to terms with. Um, and as I say, it's pretty challenging for some people to admit that, that the government is literally actively working to reduce the, the population, to make it more manageable so that they can maintain their, their old system. It's ridiculous. You know, they would rather, they would rather re reduce the world's population by a significant number than admit that they fucked up. Do you know what I'm saying? They, you know, they, they've got no moral conscience or, or character, you know, they, they don't deserve to be in control of this world or this system. And, um, and it's about time they've, you know, they've had their time, it's finished, the new system is on its way. Well, before we open up another can of worms, we'll save that for our next yeah, episode. that is another one. Um, <laughs> yeah, the slave poisoning of humanity. <laughs> We'll go into that on uh, on our next podcast episode there, further down the line together. I'm sure it'll happen. Um, I'm right, sure man. there'll be a lot of keen people wanting to listen in. Um, but massively, thank you for your time and educating on Bitcoin um, and blockchain and etc. DTube, Steam it, um, all those other sorts. Of I mean, this is this is 
this has all been done for you young people. I mean, you know, I've had my life here pretty much. But you young people have got the future to, you know, to look forward to. And this has all been set up to give you a better future. But you have to get involved. You have to take responsibility and jump in. You know, no, don't wait for anyone to tell you. Just get on it. Um, that's, that's the message I think I want to spread to everyone. It's, there is emergency required and necessary. Um, because it's momentum, you know, and if, if we all decide to get involved, is this game over, really? So let's let's all work together to make this happen. It's an incredible, incredible opportunity for all of us. I agree. Anyway, thank you for, for allowing me to be on your show. I really appreciate it. No, cheers for your time, man. Uh, I'll hang up now and I'll talk to you at the end. Thank you for coming on. Massively appreciate right. it, brother. You're welcome.